the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Tyson, my friend, how are you, brother? I am doing well. It's a little rainy here, but the weather's nice. It's in the mid-60s, so not too bad. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm really excited about our guest today. You know, I haven't told him this yet, but Adam, our, our guest today is Adam Witte, and I'll introduce him in just a minute. But before I do, I'll just mention to all of our listeners that uh, Adam has a long history with Dan Kennedy, and it was at an info summit about five years ago that was here in St. Louis, where Tyson and I actually came up with the idea for the Maximum Lawyer podcast and then everything that's grown out of that. And so our guest today is Adam Witte. He's the founder and chief executive officer of Advantage. It's a, a book company that also works with Forbes. And he is a great speaker, teacher, and consultant. He sends out all kinds of newsletters. He's a very generous go-giver type of a person. He has a long history of being, you know, the on the 30 under 30, the 40 under 40. And he's also a chairman of a non-for-profit called Youth Entrepreneurship in South Carolina. He's calling in from Charleston, South Carolina. And Adam, welcome to the show. Jim, Tyson, thank you uh, for the honor to be with you and your listeners this morning. So Adam, you've got a really interesting journey. So can you talk about your journey and how you got to where you are right now? And I know that may take some time, but I think it's an interesting story. Yeah, so I, I would characterize my journey as very much being entrepreneurial which means it has not taken a straight linear path. And I, as I'm sure many of your listeners can attest that, uh, you know, the, the pathway to success, number one, is never linear and straight. And certainly owning your own firm and, and growing a business is never a straight path either. I was very fortunate, Tyson. I grew up in a household of an entrepreneur. My, my father had left uh, corporate America when I was a small kid. And ventured off to start his own business. And he and his business partner literally started the business in the garage, his business partner. And so I, I remember very distinctively, it's burned into my memory, my father and his business partner in a garage. My mother uh, was the first employee and you know she was at the time kind of the secretary and the receptionist and the administrative assistant. And my dad's business partner had a, uh, a Labrador retriever named Cody and literally, Cody was in a crate in the corner 
of the air-conditioned garage. And that's where, where they started their business. And over a period of, of well over 10 years, they were able to successfully grow that business into something uh, significantly larger and actually sell the business and create financial security and freedom for, for my father and my mom and our family and for his business partner, you know, really for the rest of their lives. And I was able to see that, you know, with a front row seat. And trust me, there, there were ups and there were downs uh, along the way. It, it was not easy, but uh, what I saw, I really liked. And, you know, when I went off to uh, college, I, I said to myself, you know, I think I want to try to do something on my own. And uh, it was in school uh, at Clemson that uh, I kind of stumbled upon an organization called Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization. Uh, and of course, in short, that is CEO. And uh, I went to a conference and I met a bunch of other entrepreneurs that were very successful, but also a number of students who were starting businesses in their dorm room. And, and I had an idea for a business at the time. And so I, I decided to take the plunge in my uh, sophomore year at Clemson when I was 19 years old. I, I started a business that was called uh, TicketAdvantage.com. And it was a marketplace for sports fans to, to buy and sell tickets. Some of you have probably heard of StubHub.com. And, and Ticket Advantage was a very, very similar business model as StubHub. In fact, the companies were started at, at roughly the same time. The difference, of course, is that StubHub raised $30 million in venture financing, and they were in Palo Alto, California, and I was a lowly undergraduate student in uh, South Carolina, so they fared uh, a better fate than I did. But I, I graduated not only from college, but, but I also graduated from what I would call the school of hard knocks, of starting a business and, and trying to you know, do something with it. And uh, it was there that, that even though that business ticket advantage ultimately was not a big success, it was really there that I developed my appetite for entrepreneurship. And of course, uh, that, that's been with me ever since. So Adam, talk to us about Advantage Books. Um, I know that you started that company many years ago and talk to us about what it does and how it works and how it's done. Yeah, the, the great saying, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And I say that because it's so important for anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur. Your first venture, your, your second, your third venture very well may not succeed. And if you quit and throw in the towel, then, you know, you've quit and thrown in the towel. And I guess you've got to go get a J-O-B from, from some company, organization, or entity. Uh, you've got to have this stick to itness, this perseverance to, to keep going. And so I, I was not deterred. The first business that I started in college, although it wasn't successful, I knew that I wanted to try again to, you know, create something of my own. When I was in high school, Jim, I worked for a publishing house. And, and that probably seems very odd. You know, there, there's nobody that grows up as a child wanting to be a publisher. And I, I can promise you, I didn't. And it, it was just by happenstance that the family that lived across the street from us when I was a child growing up, he was an executive in a book publishing company based in Orlando, Florida. I, I grew up right outside of Orlando. And my, my parents in high school, you know, like probably most parents do, said, Adam, you have got to get a job. 
And, you know, no, no kid wants to get a summer job. They want to goof off. And it, it was the same with me. And so I reluctantly agreed that, okay, I'm going to get a job. And our neighbor said, well, Adam, why don't you come be an intern at our publishing company? And, and the best part is we'll actually pay you. It'll be a paid internship. And, and that was enough for me to say, sold. I remember spending uh, two summers there because I liked it so much after the first. And I learned all about books, how they were made, how they were written, designed, printed, published, distributed, how books were, you know, really powerful marketing tools. And, you know, what I initially thought I probably wouldn't like all that much, I ended up really loving. Of course, I, I went off to college and I started my ticket advantage business and I really didn't think twice about ever going back and doing something in books. And when I graduated and it was clear to me that the ticket advantage business just wasn't scaling up in any way. A mentor of mine, we were having lunch and he was a, a pretty well-known business executive in Orlando where I grew up. And he had written a number of books and those books really helped build his authority. Th those books kind of made him a celebrity, uh, at least in, in his field. And he had successfully used those books to position himself as a speaker, as a consultant, you know, really as a person that people in the Orlando community would look to for, you know, guidance, advice, and opinion on, you know, various issues that were facing the Orlando community. And he said to me, Adam, you need to start a publishing company for entrepreneurs and business owners because every business owner should be the author of a book because when they write the book on the topic, they are seen as the expert that everybody goes to. And the truth is, Jim, I, I didn't really have a better idea of what I was going to do with myself at the time because I was, I had just graduated school. I, I was kind of, Flitzing around with my ticket advantage business, but it wasn't really enough money to pay the bills and really put any money in my pocket. And I said, okay, this sounds like as good an idea as I can come up with. I'm going to start a publishing company. And it was July of 2005. I started Advantage Media Group with a very simple premise that we were going to help entrepreneurs write and publish books that they could use as marketing tools to grow their business. And I'll tell you one story that I think makes a very important point for everybody listening. And that is initially, we said to an entrepreneur, if you want to publish a book, we can help you. And everybody said, oh, yeah, I've always dreamed about writing a book. This will be great. I'll call you once I have the manuscript written. And let me tell you, Jim, we talked to more people and everybody was excited. And the phone never rang. <laughs> Because we quickly learned that entrepreneurs are very busy, you know, many of them are ADD, and they just don't have the time to sit down and write a book, despite the fact that it's something they would like to do. And it was only a year into the business where I realized that if we couldn't fix this problem, we were going to be out of business before we were really ever in business. And um, we created a program called Talk Your Book where we would work with the business owner, we would create an outline of their book for them, and then an editor would interview them over the phone. Those interviews would be recorded, transcribed, and ghostwritten into the book. And this was a way for a business owner to get a book written very quickly without 
ever having to put pen to paper. That was about 13 years ago that we came up with that innovation. And since that time, Advantage and now Forbes Books, we've grown to become one of the largest independent uh, business book publishers in the country uh, with well over 2,000 uh, entrepreneurs and business owners that we have uh, published since that time. So Adam, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about the process, but you just explained the process, so that's cool. Because we we get people um, asking us all the time, you know, I want I want to publish a book. How do I do it? How does the process work? But that's good. You just covered it. So I'm gonna transition a little bit over um, to your involvement with Dan Kennedy and magnetic marketing and how all that transpired. So can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, you know, one of the things that's always driven me is I love strategy. The, the, the strategy part of any business is probably what interests and fascinates me the most, right? You know, any business of any shape or size, you know, some people love the marketing and sales, some people love the finance, somebody, some people love the, the production of the product. I've always, you know, been a guy that if given the choice, I would fly in the clouds and kind of be thinking five years ahead, not just, you know, what do we have to do in the next five hours or in the next five days? And the strategy piece of it is always something that I I really, really loved. And one of the things that's always bothered me, one of the shortcomings that I've always recognized with our publishing business is that it is very much the business model is a transaction, really fee-for-service and all of the work we do is highly customized. So if you come to me, Tyson, and, and want to do a book, we'd be pleased to support you and help you. You will pay our company a fee for that help. But your book is very, very different than Jim's book. And Jim's book is very, very different than the other guy's book. And it's like being a custom home builder. Every project is really, you know, from scratch. Yes, we follow the same process, but every project is very unique. And for me, looking at strategy, I want to ultimately create a business that is scalable, that doesn't depend upon me, that can produce high gross margins, high profits, that ultimately at some point in my career, when I am ready to hang up my spurs, when I'm ready to do something else, has enterprise value and is saleable. And recognizing some of the shortcomings in that business, I said to myself, you know, at some point we need to invest in other products, other services, other business models that create more stability and certainty. And of course, any business that is subscription-based that has recurring revenue as a component of it, that ideally has a product that might have higher gross margins, it's always been something that's been of interest to me. I give you that background just because I want your listeners to understand, you know, the importance of really strategically saying, if, if I want to create a business that I can sell five years or 10 years from now, you, you know, what are the factors that make a business more saleable, more valuable? And for us, it was recurring revenue, subscription-based, uh, high gross margins. Now, I found Dan Kennedy in 2006 when I had really no idea what marketing was. I subscribed to the No BS Magnetic Marketing Letter, and Dan Kennedy and the teachings of Dan Kennedy changed my life. They, they changed my life and they changed my business. 
And I was a devoted disciple of everything that that man taught because I saw how what he said really worked. And when I applied it in my business, I made more sales, I made more money, and my business grew. There was an opportunity in 2018 that I had not planned on. But, you know, when you have your antenna up and you're looking, it's amazing what opportunities will come to you. But, but you've got to be looking. And there was an opportunity that came in front of me to buy Dan Kennedy's uh, company. At, at the time, it was called GKIC, but Magnetic Marketing was the product that he famously created in 1993. And uh, to have an opportunity to work with a mentor, to have the opportunity to buy a business that is a subscription based with recurring revenue, with, with a product that has relatively high gross margins, it helped me do two things. One, it helped me create diversity in my business. And you always must remember diversity leads to stability. It was also a way for me to create a new revenue model in our business. And third, it was a way for us to ultimately have a product and service that we thought we could cross sell. So the hardest thing in business is to get a customer. And once you get that customer, the more you can sell them over time, the higher their customer value becomes to your firm, the better. And realizing that on our publishing business, for many of our authors, they may just do one book and nothing more than that. They love us and they're very satisfied, but they only have one book inside of them. Well, now there's a cross-sell opportunity for us to have some of those authors become magnetic marketing members. And of course, now there's an opportunity for our magnetic marketing members to consider writing and publishing a book. And so that cross-sell and cross-promotion opportunity also helps us with both businesses to, over time, increase the value of, of each customer. So, Adam, for me, this is Jim. I've been a GKIC member. I was a GKIC member for a long time. And it's interesting that 2018 is when that opportunity came to you because I had drifted away from GKIC. I'd gotten off the mailing list. And then I saw it sort of kicking back into gear. I've had these sort of lingering doubts or concern as, you know, especially with Dan's sickness as to, you know, the long-term viability of GKIC magnetic marketing. Can you, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, and I think you've done a really good job of helping bring it back to life. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that you, you really got it on the right trajectory now, but it was, it was pretty shaky there for a while. You know, Jim, I, I appreciate the question, and, and I will be very candid with you and your listeners. And, and I also think there's a great lesson in what I'm about to share. And I share it not because I'm a genius and I have all the answers. Uh, you know, I learned all these things the hard way, typically by making the mistakes first and then only learning from those mistakes. Hopefully, what I share uh, creates shortcuts for you and your listeners. But the old business of GKIC and magnetic marketing, there were two things about the business. One is it was largely based around a person. And that person is Dan Kennedy, who is a guru. The difficulty of that is that if something happens to the guru, then the business is, is harmed to a great degree. And of course, you and I both know that Dan Kennedy had a near-death experience last year where, where we were, in fact, preparing for his end, he was as well. And by a miracle, by the grace of God, whatever your beliefs are, 
he has made a, a miraculous recovery and is now back in much better health and getting back to the quality of life and health that he had prior to this incident. The other challenge with the business is that if you look at where trends are going, you know, Wayne Gretzky said, I skate to where the puck is going, not to where the puck is. And I, I share that analogy to say that the no BS magnetic marketing letter is a fabulous marketing newsletter every single month that's delivered to your front door that will give you a marketing campaign and a litany of marketing ideas to put into your business every 30 days. And I would tell you that marketing and selling a black and white newsletter to business owners and entrepreneurs that are in their 20s and 30s, and in some cases, even early 40s, is a very difficult proposition, simply because everybody's used to getting all of their information and all of their education through their mobile device. So the way that we are adapting and trying to meet people where they are and where they're going, and I think the future of Magnetic Marketing Gym is a new product that we launched a month ago, which is called Business Advantage TV. And if you want to look at it and check it out, it's at businessadvantagetv.com. Businessadvantagetv.com is Netflix for entrepreneurs. One of the things that always bothered me is that, you know, Netflix is all of the entertainment that you could possibly want on demand. But as an entrepreneur and as a pretty ambitious guy myself, I loved watching CNBC's documentaries and biographies on famous entrepreneurs. And the idea struck us that wouldn't it be neat if there was a video on demand platform where you could go to get business education, money-making and marketing advice, watch business success profiles of famous entrepreneurs all in one place. And the GKIC business that we purchased, there was an asset that they had that wasn't being used at all. I call that, Jim, a Rembrandt in the attic. You know, it's like this beautiful piece of art that should be on the mantle in the living room that every single person can see, but instead it was in the attic collecting dust and nobody could see it. And that Rembrandt in the attic was, we have over 2,000 hours of some of the best Dan Kennedy marketing and money-making advice, as well as many other people on video sitting in a vault that at the time was in Wichita, Kansas. And we decided that the future of this business uh, would be not necessarily a black and white newsletter, but a video on demand system with the best marketing and money making advice available that could be available to anybody instantly in any part of the world. A month ago, we launched Business Advantage TV. And to date, we have uh, members in over 28 countries that are paying $29 a month. So it's less than a dollar a day. And we have hundreds of hours of content already on the platform. And every week, we make a new release where we're uploading more content. I share that story only to say that I think all of us, and I think as attorneys, you know, you have to look at your business model today and say, where is it going and how is it going to change? 
And you've got to be skating to where the puck's going, not to where it is. And that was something that we recognized in the Dan Kennedy business, that that the business today, while it's good, the future is probably much more digital and video centric. And we needed to create a product that could take advantage of that trend. And quite frankly, that the headwinds, uh, or I'm sorry, the tailwinds rather, that are moving in that direction. So Adam, um, first of all, I hope you don't do away with the black and white newsletter because I love it. But I just, I've had the business advantage TV flyer sitting on my desk for a while. So you just got one new member uh, signed up for that. I signed up at, right while you were talking and Tyson's going to laugh because he's often teasing me about how when we went to Dan Kennedy things, I, I'm always the one to run to the back of the room with my checkbook. So I, you just got one more sale while you're on here. <laughs> I, hey, Adam, I love it. And, Adam, really quick, sorry to even cut you off. If you have anything else to sell, Jim, now is the time to do it because he'll buy it, I promise. <laughs> and, and Jim, you make a great point. The, the black and white newsletter is not going anywhere because there are a lot of people that absolutely love it. And there's a lot of people that really love the video on demand that probably wouldn't buy the black and white newsletter. And so it, it's all about, as an entrepreneur, you need to look and say, do I have a product mix that can attract as many people as possible to my business? And that's where we felt that Business Advantage TV was such a great addition and that it would attract new people to our business that otherwise may not have been there before. Thanks to our sponsor, Smith AI. Smith AI is a superior receptionist service for law firms, trusted by many maximum lawyers, including me. At my immigration practice, the hacking law practice, Smith's friendly U.S.-based receptionists respond to potential clients in English or Spanish, screen and schedule new leads, and even take payment for our consults. The best part is that they don't just handle these conversations by phone. They also have live agents and chatbots capturing leads on our website through their chat widget. They serve as our friendly gatekeepers while my team and I work uninterrupted. We get new clients and we get work done. How awesome is that? If you're in a solo or small firm, I know you'll appreciate this. Plans start at just $70 a month for calls and $100 a month for chats. They even offer a totally free chatbot, so there's no excuse. Try Smith AI today and see for yourself why attorneys like me say Smith AI receptionists are the secret to business growth. Smith AI offers a free trial and maximum lawyer listeners get an extra $100 discount with promo code MAXLAW100, that's M-A-X-L-A-W-1-0-0. Sign up and learn more at www.smith.ai. Trust me when I say, don't let another day go by, try Smith AI. Adam, I, I want to ask you about just everything that you've learned from Dan Kennedy and Advantage and Magnetic Marketing, all, all, all these years of experience of doing this. What are some things that you think lawyers should apply to their firms to help bring in clients? And I know that may be a difficult question, but maybe there's some principles or certain things that they can focus on to help them in their, in their firms. Well, you know, the first thing I would say, Tyson, I, I think every attorney needs to answer a fundamental question. And the answer to this question will do two things. One, it will help you properly set your ambitions. And uh, number two, it will properly help you set a course of what your expectations should be. And the question that I would put in front of every lawyer is, do you want to be a lawyer or do you prefer to be a CEO of a law firm? And it's a very, very important question. 
Now, the overwhelming majority of people would say, well, gee, Adam, if I didn't want to be a lawyer, then why in the world would I have gone to law school and put myself through this? And many enjoy the legal aspects of the work. They like, you know, filing cases. They like all of the discovery. They like trying a case if it goes to a jury trial. You know, they love the law. And to those people, I would say, you have your own law firm. You probably created your own firm because you didn't want to work for someone else. You wanted to, quote unquote, be your own boss. And if you want to make a lot of money, which whether you do or you don't, it doesn't matter. It's really what's important to you. But if you want to create a firm that scales and grows and you want to be a lawyer, then at some point, you're going to need to bring a CEO in. You're going to have to hire a CEO to help you grow and scale your firm. Because thinking like a CEO 24 hours a day is not the same as thinking like a great lawyer 24 hours a day. Now, if you answered the question of, well, gee, really, I'd prefer to be the CEO of a law firm, not so much the, the person that's practicing and trying cases on a day-by-day basis, then great. Now you can become the CEO of the firm. As you scale up and grow, you can bring on lawyers to do the legal work. And whichever of the two you choose, and there's no right or wrong, but whichever path you choose, I think helps you determine really, you know, how big can my firm be? You know, how much money could I really make? How many clients could I really serve? And that helps you set your goals and targets appropriately and probably also helps you govern what expectations you should have from your firm. Because the biggest mistake that I see people make, and we work with hundreds of people that own professional services businesses, the biggest mistake we see people make is, you know, they want to have a really big firm whether you're an attorney or a doctor or financial advisor, they want to have a really big firm, but they don't want to leave the day-to-day of working in the business. See, a CEO, their job is to spend most of their time working on the business. But if you're a great lawyer and what you love to do is to try cases and work cases, well, then you're working in the business. And, and while that's very important, There's a big difference between working in the business and working on the business. And you need somebody who can spend almost all of their time working on the business. Adam, we love it. That's the kind of stuff that we say to our members all the time. And I want to shift gears for just a minute if we can. I know we're running out of time and we want to respect your time and we really appreciate you coming on the show. But I did have one last scenario that I wanted to run past you. So Tyson and I started this podcast about four years ago. You're going to be guest number like 215 or something. And so when we started the podcast, we had no idea sort of where it was going to go. And one of the things that we've done is we have this Facebook group that's grown to 3000 lawyers, right? And so it was getting very sort of unruly and cumbersome in there. And we weren't being able to have the sort of one-on-one connection we've had with people. We've had conferences, much like Info Summit or the um, Super Conference. We had one in 2018, 2019. This year we had to cancel 2020, obviously. And we, we segued immediately into this sort of membership group called the Guild, 
where people are monthly members and and there's about we we opened it up three weeks ago and we've had about I think 50 people sign up so far and that's really nice because we have sort of this other place where we can go and talk to the people we, we were going live most mornings when we're not recording a podcast and, and it's really been good for us I'm wondering what advice do you have for Tyson and I as we try to grow that part of the business so I, I would say a couple things number one is I think the world is gonna fundamentally change as a result of the coronavirus, which as we're recording this, uh, we're seeing it play out in front of all of our eyes. And the reason I start with that is that I believe an unintended consequence of all of the social distancing, and I think this social distancing will will occur for some time. I, I, I think that the handshake that we know in business, the handshake could be gone forever. But what it's going to do, it's, it's going to create more isolation and disconnectedness, which means there's going to be an even bigger need for groups that can bring people of the same mind, of the same business, of the same industry together. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean in person, although it can. But I actually believe, Jim and Tyson, that, that what you are doing is going to become more important. It's going to become more needed. It's going to become more valuable than it was pre-coronavirus. The, the second thing that I would say, and this is the opportunity, I think, for business owners that can really help other business owners, other entrepreneurs prosper and grow, is that you know when money is flowing uphill, we all tend to overestimate our capabilities. But, but I think as Warren Buffett said, when the tide goes out, you can see who is skinny dipping. And the, the truth is there's a lot of people that have been very sloppy about how they manage and run their business, or in this case, how they manage and run their law firm. Because quite frankly, you know, things have just been so good that no matter how sloppy you are, there's still money coming in the door. Well, as we get through this coronavirus, you know, we're going to be in a recession for some period of time. And I think that's going to expose a lot of people that have been very sloppy and very careless in how they manage not only their personal affairs, but also their business affairs. And that, to me, creates a great opportunity for people that can help. It's an opportunity for Jim and Tyson to help other entrepreneurs, other law firm owners improve their practices. But, but for all of the attorneys listening, it's also an opportunity for you to help your clients improve their situations, uh, improve their lives too. So I take the view that, that despite all of the challenges in front of us for smart entrepreneurs, there can be a great opportunity ahead. Adam, that's fantastic advice, and, and thank you so much for, for giving that to us. Um, we're we're going to wrap things up. Before I do, I want to ask you, will you let people know how they can get in touch with you, and if they want to work with you, how can they get involved or get, get, get to work with you? Absolutely. Thank you uh, for asking. So a uh, couple of websites that I'll share. If you're interested in learning about writing and publishing a book and building your authority, uh, I would encourage you to visit advantagefamily.com, advantagefamily.com. 
And I, I wrote a book on the topic, which is titled Authority Marketing, uh, which is how to strategically and systematically build your expertise and build your authority, which is something that really every uh, law firm owner must do. And you can learn more. Of course, you could go to Amazon, but uh, you could go to authoritymarketingbook.com as well. And then uh, for Dan Kennedy, my goodness, I mean, if you want to have a prosperous firm, if you want to grow your law firm, you've got to be a marketer as much as you are a lawyer. You can't delegate that to someone else. You've got to know and understand the marketing and uh, Dan Kennedy, quite frankly, I think is the best teacher in the world for entrepreneurs and small business owners on that topic. And so to, to do that, number one, if you go to batvtrial.com, Jim, this is a, a special gift for all of your listeners, batvtrial.com, you can try Business Advantage TV for a week for only $5. Uh, and we've got hundreds of some of Dan Kennedy's best marketing advice all on video uh, at batvtrial.com. The other resource that I would point people to is uh, Dan Kennedy's landmark book. It is titled Magnetic Marketing. Of course, you can uh, get that at Amazon or uh, you could go to magneticmarketing.com as well. Great stuff. All right. I am going to wrap things up uh, before I do. I want to remind also people to go to the Facebook group to get involved there. If you want to join us in the guild, um, you can go to MaximumLawyer.com and get more information about joining us at the guild. Jimmy, what is your hack of the week? Sticking with a the theme, I just want to recommend any of the no BS books that Dan has written. That's sort of how I found out about him. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody would have BS in the title of their book. I thought it was so risque at the time. Having gotten to study and appreciate Dan, and he is an acquired taste. He has strong opinions on a lot of things, and he's he's not afraid to share his opinions. But the, all of the books are very, very good. But the ones that I think are the are the most valuable are the ones on marketing to the affluent and the one on ruthless management of um, people and profits. So it's it's really good stuff. I've read all the No BS books. And if you just pick up one of them, I think you'll you'll really find it valuable and definitely worth the money. Listen, if you don't think Dan Kennedy has strong opinions, read the one about management of uh, ruthless management of people. It is it's, it's ruthless. It's got some pretty strong opinions. Adam, I don't know if Jim told you this, but we always ask our guests to give us a tip or a hack of the week. It can be a book, it can be a podcast, it can be a website, any of the above. You got anything for us? Yeah, man. Tip of the week: readers or leaders. And the more you invest in reading high quality books that will help you improve your life and improve your business, the more you will prosper and the more you will grow. And my library of business books is a thousand plus. The recent book that I just finished titled The Magic of Thinking Big, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Uh, it is a very old book. It was published originally in the 50s, but it is one of the most important books to develop a mindset that is conducive for prosperity and success. Good stuff. Very good. All right. So my tip of the week is I had talked a, uh, a while ago about shortcuts. 
an app uh, on the iPhone, and you can build out shortcuts. But I've been playing with it more recently, and they've added something called automations, and it is really great. And so my top three, which I used to write down, I now have an automation where it pops up in the morning, and I manually type into my cell phone the my top three things I need to get done for the day, and then it gives me a little basic thing where I can send it to Slack or send it to a text message or I can send it in an email. So I have it there for each day. And I've built out a lot of different automations. One of them is whenever I get home or if I leave the office, it, they're scheduled it. One is for a location. One is for a time. So at five o'clock or 4.50 every day, um, I have it to send a text to my wife to ask if, if she needs anything on the way home. And then whenever I get near my house, it, 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 there's an automation that sends a text to my wife saying, hey, I'm home. So it's just something fun to play around with, and there's a lot of other business applications. Uh, if you look through the automation, it's really, really cool. All right, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. This has been incredible. It's a lot of great information. I can't wait to re-listen to it and, and learn a lot of things that I missed. So thanks so much for coming on. Tyson, Jim, what a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Adam. Stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. The Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. Maximum Have a great week and catch you next time.